We are back. This is the Husbands Podcast. Your boy, S.O. Hey, man. CEO, we here. I heard that, man. Shout out to Spence, man. He come be with us this weekend, man, to take care of some stuff. You know what I'm saying? Much blessings to you. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. What's up with you, Grease, man? How was your week, bro? Uh, it was good, man. It was good. Another week. Mm-hmm. Down, man. Happy that the kids is out of school, so. I heard that. But, yeah, the power bill done went up, man. I'm noticing that. What you mean by that? <laughs> Oh, the power bill? Man, Summer heat, man, huh? Hey, man, no. They, they touching the AC. It's at 74 now, man. <laughs> uh-huh. it, it's, it's crazy. It's getting Turn that crazy. right on down. It's getting crazy. Y'all ain't got no lock on it or nothing? We got to put a passcode on it? I just told my wife. I said, man, I'm thinking about doing that because mm-hmm. my oldest, she she right by it, man, and it get real cold in our room. We like, man, we should not kick it on. So See, yeah. it's the opposite for us, man. It be hot. The whole house be cold, but our room just be hot for some odd reason. Yeah, it be crazy, mm-hmm. man, because... Uh, it, I think it just depends on what side, like that sun is on, because mm-hmm. we try to do like the blackout um, curtains, curtains and all that stuff, and it still didn't work. You know, yeah, no, yeah, yeah, I got them too, man. Working nights, nice. got it. I need them for daytime, so I just roll with it, man. I think about getting some of them, uh, them like them solar uh, panels. Yeah, like them joints. Nah, you know how they got the uh, the blinds to help block out uh to keep the house cooler or whatever. Oh no shit. Yeah, so uh, when I be doing um some of the uh. Like the showings, yeah. So you're going to the high fashion houses, yeah. Them high end <laughs> yeah, houses make you yeah, like, I didn't yeah, know yeah. that existed, man. Yo, seeing all that good stuff. Much that call, grip. Yeah, well, to be honest with you too, man. Like my wife, man. She's uh, she big on man. You get everything on Amazon now, bro. Yeah. Then and buy a car on Amazon. Prostitutes. <laughs> <laughs> Prostitutes on sale for Amazon for the low low. Now I'm just playing. Man. But, uh, man, let's get into it, man, man. One question. Having goals and ambitions outside of marriage while being married, do you find that being, how do you tackle that? Um, for uh, me and a wife, I think it's, uh, for us, it's necessary. Mm-hmm. I think you should have goals uh, where you both, you have them together. Mm-hmm. Like uh, common goals of doing certain things, buying a house, all that type of stuff. And then you got to have, uh, for me, individual goals where you can, um, Get up and have like a sense of uh self purpose, you know, outside of your uh your marriage. Cause you know, I I'm just I'm not the type of person that want to be totally vested. My marriage is everything. You right, know, right. Marriage is you know my marriage is just a part of who Andre is. Right. So, you know, I still gotta have goals when I get up. So, mm-hmm. what about uh what about y'all? Man, it's 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 for one, they have to be aligned on the same page. So her goals, I have to be aware of them and. and contribute to those and vice versa just to know my goals but uh i think it's easy when they're on the same page i think we have two different goals in two different directions a lot of times and i have to like stop and pace myself all right don't overwhelm myself with trying to achieve what i want to do and take away from the time and just build build and, and help our marriage bond more and vice versa whatever right. our goals is yet we have to take time to like you know put our marriage into consideration at that as well and to help each other build right I think I think a little bit five to ten years out, she thinks more two to three years out. And so a lot of times that's uh, it kind that's of like looted between the two. Yeah, that's unique. Yeah. So she's uh more short short term. She's more short term. I'm more thinking I try to do everything in fives, five years. Five years from now, what I see okay. myself five years from now from that, then what? To build up. It's a stepping stone, I think. So has that been uh been helpful? Yeah, the first five years went by. I all my goals I achieved like really the day of before the December 31st, 2019, like that okay. last goal was knocked out. And I was like, that's crazy. But now I have like a whole new set of goals. One, I'm running real big when I'm trying to keep to myself for a moment, but I'm on pace to do it. But I've just been slacking like the last two weeks. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I think that's uh, I think that's dope, though, mm-hmm. that um, to see your um, 
you know, how y'all doing it in your marriage? Because you can take always take things from people's marriage and like actually say, oh man, that's cool. Let me try it over here. Yeah, and and it's crazy when you said it because uh, my wife she's more short uh, short term. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and I'm more long term. You know, as far as just the thinking. And I don't know if it's it's crazy because I don't know if it's just a woman man thing or if it's just really like if it's just like because I don't know if it's how we made up because like even with my dad, my dad was more long term mm-hmm. and i felt like my mom was more short term with right. how how they were moving dad seemed like he wanted to save for the long term right and this and it was more short term mm-hmm. that's how i go even with my wife because i'd be looking at like we always say the uh trip to hawaii yeah and i was more or less like it can wait right but she was more or less like no let's do it now you know we got it let's go ahead and do it right now why wait later because we want to blow that money and then we got to go back and rebuild that back up yeah, that that would be my thought process in a situation like that because I'm all I'm I make more money, but I become more cheaper. <laughs> I'm the cheap ass now. Like I don't spend money. Like no, for what? So I'm right. trying to budget myself. And she's like, "Well, let's do this." So like, I think next month we have three three trips, three weekends in a row. Like we kind of got lined up, and it's like pre-planned. Within the last one trip was pre-planned, maybe like two months ago. The other ones just kind of spur of the moment. Uh-huh. So it's kind of like. And we're gonna be gone all this time. Well, let me sit my ass in the house for the next two weeks, <laughs> so I won't be penny pinching when I'm out there. Right, right, right. So you, it, there's a budget. You saying like there's a budget? There's a uh, actual financial budget going out um, when you when you go out. There is, but worst case scenario, I pull out the credit card and just be like, we gotta pay for it later, which I'm trying not to do because uh-huh. you're getting that credit card trick back real quick. Right, right, right. And I find myself kind of almost one foot in. I'm like, oh, 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 stop, stop this. Yeah. Pay this down, pay this off some before we, you know, get above our heads. But yeah. I think that's where uh, me and my wife is at. We had a, uh, mm-hmm. you know, paying them credit cards and stuff off. It was a unique thing too when we went to um, Houston mm-hmm. um, with some of her family. Yeah. And, uh, and it was just crazy. Uh, before we went out, um, one of my wife's cousins had uh, pulled out an actual computer and started budgeting. Like, this is what I'm going to go spend today. He pulled out a computer? Yeah, she did. Like, she had a budget sheet. Like, she was like, this is what we got for Christmas shopping. Like, this is what we're going to spend today. She had the, the credit cards, all that mapped out, how they going to spend the money. This is what they... And for me, I'm like... How old is she? She's a year older than us. She ain't have that on the smartphone? Yeah, she did, but well, it was just. She pulled out the computer. She yeah, wanna... yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, that's real crazy. spreadsheet, real spreadsheet, bro. And it, it, it was. I'm still the same way. I still write everything down in a notebook, bro. I'm that way. I like smartphones. I, I you did. still use a pencil, pen, pen, <laughs> pen and pad. Yeah, you man. wrote nothing on the pen. It's pen, all pen, pen and pad, man. Pen and pad, right? <laughs> pen right. and pad. Still, I'm, I'm, I'm staying true, right? Now I'm still old school like that. I, it's for whatever reason, mm-hmm. it feel like if I do it on my phone, and in like my notes, I forget about it. But if I sit down and I write it out, because I mean, I got to go really, I got to really see it. I feel you on and that. And then I got to write it out and I have it on a piece of paper. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you know, after that, it's like, you know, just figuring out what I got to do. But I didn't, that was one thing that we didn't do. We don't like, you know, we started doing recently more financial planning as far yeah. as like shopping goals, mm-hmm. when it, like Christmas and different, uh, you know, because when you have goals in a relationship, you got to cut back on certain things, right. you know, because like if we want to buy a house, which is a common goal for both of us, mm-hmm. we both got to get our credit together. Mm-hmm. We both got to, you know, we both got to hustle and get as much money in that mm-hmm. we can because that's going to increase our buying power. Right. My wife's personal goals is, you know, 
what's next in her uh in her industry that mm -hmm. she's in she's looking at, at, at that you know and i mm -hmm. was gonna ask you that with your wife uh because i know she's in nails yeah you know shout out to sis yeah you know how do you how do you help her reach her goals that she have outside of the marriage while you're reaching your goals communication with her on what's her clear-cut goals and ideas and her vision of what she want to do i think she's looking at like a retirement plan and giving a set date and the number of years that she want because she's trying to exit out the game Okay. One thing I we was talked about this too off air, but one of the things I noticed in like cosmetology, a lot of times, a lot of people that's in that field, they work till they're like in their sixties, sometimes seventies. Right. Like, okay, I, it's rare that you see a very few of them retire at an early age before sixty. Right, I know right. I see them working over sixty, including my grandmother. Her, I think, you know, her mom's still working. They they over that sixty threshold. Okay, so I'm trying to work with her and map out a plan like okay you don't want to be caught in that situation we need to plan on what we need to do so you can exit out the game right we not be you know what I'm saying stressing or worried about everything financially right We're right just taking the time to go with that and, and seeing what it is and really mapping out a plan or just twisting what she's doing now or just turning it into something else different okay okay yeah, that makes sense because i know what uh what my wife is really just trying to make uh make time because mm -hmm. she's like a full-fledged mom bro like yeah Kids come first, mm -hmm. like so. Kids practice, mm -hmm. you know. She's there, this, this, and this, and I'm like, well, what about you? Yeah, you know, it's like never that time for her to try to map out her goals and her dreams. So that's kind of the uh, maybe that is a dream raising the kids. And that is yeah, goal. yeah. But like we said to yeah. last week, it can't that can't be it because right. you, you know, know as the kids gone. start exiting the house, you mm -hmm. know, your everyday life, you got to get up and be happy about it. Sure. You know what you're doing every day, so. And I think too, like with my with my wife as well, she was um she's been working since she was thirteen. Right. So that's the craziest thing for me to actually understand and be like, you never really had an opportunity to really dream, dream like that because right. like, once you get into work, you didn't work. You gotta work. You gotta work. You gotta keep up with them hours and, and sacrifice some sleep to try to pursue your dream. And she been grinding. So yeah. she her first car she got, you know, she was paying for when she was sixteen through her job. So she's been that person. Yeah, so and, and it's crazy. So I come from the total opposite with my right. family. It's yep. just like I only work during the summer. Yep. And the only reason why I worked during the summer was just to have some bread for myself, you know, School, because shopping. yeah, yeah uh -huh. because moms them always gave me money and all this other stuff, but it was different seeing her. I'm like, now that we're, you know, I'm, you know, we're 40 mm -hmm. and it's seeing now like, okay, how do you how do I help you get to the next level, right. whatever it is. Mm -hmm. But now I got it, it's it's crazy because we're trying to figure out what the passion is, and you know, and her passion mm -hmm. is uh, you know, it's it's being motherly, it's taking yeah. care of people. So we're we're doing some uh, some mental health stuff. We're trying to figure out uh ways for her because she works well with the youth, with uh young ladies like yeah. our daughter and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. And um, they all call her mom and stuff. So we're just trying to figure out, you know, how to do that. So that that's like the outside goal. But then it's also trying to help her. Uh, push her to do it though. You see what I'm yeah. saying? That, that's the that's the that's the most uh, you know, not difficult part, but it's just seeing like, you know, seeing somebody grow at their own pace. Because mm -hmm. I, I and I we talked about this all the time too. Because I know um, my personality with our friends, I can be strong sometimes. I be yeah. aggressive with with my message towards you. Right. And I had to learn over time, even within my marriage, like. Even and, though I feel like I'm right, mm -hmm. it, it, even even though if I feel like I'm right, it's how I present it. You know, to mm -hmm. to, to yeah, how I package messages, it to people. Yep. So I had to learn um, over time to just step back, you know, and just start to learn how to let people, you know, grow at their own pace. Because mm -hmm. if I if I because I get upset, 
Like if you know, yeah, yeah, if yeah. you ain't doing something, and I'm in your ear, and right. I'm like, bro, you, and I be back. It's the same with my wife. So I'm just trying to let her grow at her own pace right now. So mm. that's that's kind of, I don't know, because I, you know, mm. I want her to be, you know, doing her, you know, right. like I'm doing myself. But you know, she's happy. You know, and that's what I that's what I see right now that she's happy with what she's doing. So that's how I can just really sit back and like, well, as long as she's happy. You know, right, right. It's crazy too, cause how our passions like shift as we get older. Like a lot of times, the things that we wanted when we was in our twenties or our teens, when we get older, we realize you find something else that you might like or just want to, you know, pivot into doing. And the passions that you once had, you just kind of lose and just, right. just your heart ain't in it no more. Right, and right. I've seen that happen with a few people on a lot of occasions. Yeah, no, it's it's tough, man. It's mm -hmm. tough, cause you see, you see the stuff that um that people go through within mm -hmm. a marriage, and then um that's why I said that you. It, you got to have outside goals. Right. Because it just seems like if everything is just based like solely on your marriage, mm -hmm. it ain't like y'all should come together for the marriage. Right. You know, still actually have some sort of individualism still mm -hmm. because, mm -hmm. uh, you know, because even now, because it got to the point where me and my wife, like, because you already know we've been together since high school, yeah. bro. So you see me, you see her, mm -hmm. kids always coming through. With us, fight party at your house. Yep. We kids coming through, yeah. Uncle So, and, yeah. and but sometimes you got to be like, all right, let's just let's just come by ourselves, you know, so we can just hang out. Even mm -hmm. though you be like, hey, bring the kids through, yeah, bring, yeah you know. But sometimes you got to have that that individual. Let, let's go, let's go, just have fun again, and just like like you said, have regular let's, date nights. Just yeah, let's go you, be, yeah. let's go. It, it's Twitter over here today, <laughs> right? <laughs> we can't be it's, Facebook today, right? 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 Yeah, it ain't hey. Facebook today. It's Twitter today. Let's, let's, let's so go have funny. some fun. <laughs> Hey, that's how I go though, man. Yeah, that's that's how I go. And then speaking of like the the, the social media, man, what do you think about uh? Because we talk about a lot with the um fifty fifty uh split of bills with Gabrielle. Oh, Gabrielle Union, Union saying yeah, that when she has said it, I know um it, you know we said it during the week. You know we on a Sunday. I think it's funny, bro, because a couple of years ago everybody was championing Gabrielle Union, talking about yeah she's a She's the woman I want to be. And when she was saying how she had a past relationship when she was with a dude and she didn't respect him because he was paying all the, she was paying all the bills and he wasn't. So now her <laughs> whole narrative has shifted to where oh, I forgot about we that. going 50 50 on the bill. Like, whoa, 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 hold on, hold on. Why why change now? Yeah. What's the yeah. switch up on it? But it's just crazy watching her just shifting from one yeah. narrative to the whole next and going to expand it. It was less than three years. Man. She was like, she her ex, she couldn't respect him because she was paying the bills and he wasn't doing nothing. She wanted him to get it together. And now to hear her saying that they spend everything 50-50, I just sit back and laugh at it. Like, boy. Man, it was crazy. Mm -hmm. I, I seen all the comments too, man. It yeah. was uh seeing people and, and like I said, everybody's situation different, man. But That's what it is. she was it, it was like it was funny though, because now that you said, that's why I started laughing because I forgot that she broke mm -hmm. up with the other guy because the guy she was paying all the bills yep. and doing all this. Yep. And now that it's fifty fifty, you know, with uh her and D Wade, they're like, man, this dude made two hundred something million nah. and blah 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 and why but and it's crazy. One of their bills different. I mean, they they operating different, but they together because one, what I think it is, I think somewhere there's some past trauma of being broke, and I think mm. we all have that like past trauma of not having it. And then when you have it, you don't know what to do with it. And you have that fear of being broke or maybe a control thing. She probably feel like long as she's chipping in at least 50%, she's not relinquishing 100% of him. And she feel like she has no control. And maybe that's her leverage where in her mind she probably feels like me paying 50%, I have some say-so in what everything goes. Because he can never be like, I pay for everything. You don't contribute nothing financially. So I think it's more of a 
maybe a power trip or an ego trip or something to make her happy. But it right. works out for them. And nah, it ain't working, man. I mean, if she out saying that yeah. in public, bro, I mean, it got to be because she says she be stressed. Why go through that stress? That's my thing. Like, if you stressed out about paying it, just fall back and give up that. You know what? You got 100% of the bills. You got it. I'm cool. It's, it's, it's unique to see it all set up because yeah. I remember, and we just speak in, this, in, in terms of just celebrities with, yeah. with with money and wealth and stuff like that. So, for example, I remember when um, Jay-Z and Beyonce got ready to get married. Yep. And the prenup, we had got, you know, we had read. I'm like, man, hold on, watch it. But I, at that time, we didn't see Jay that way right. as far as, like, his financials. Because he was like, hey, if we get a divorce, I give you a million dollars per kid. And blah, blah. It was like, hold on, that's Beyonce. We felt like Beyonce was the breadwinner <laughs> in that situation because it was right. just it just yeah. seemed like it was more visible, the success. Back then, you thought she was the breadwinner over well, Hove? Well, no. Nah, I mean, we knew she had money, though. Right. Not, you know, but... To the point where he had to give her a million dollars per kid, like that type yeah. of difference in the money, I I didn't know. Right, I thought like you know, because that's mm -hmm. Beyonce, that's you know, true. she got her own, she's yeah. coming in with her own. Mm -hmm. But then Jay Z has his own, and then to understand like, okay, Jay Z has some different bread we didn't know about back then, because right. hustling, yeah yeah yeah, 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 because uh, I see I see it go a lot of a lot of ways. You hear celebrities that pay everything in the in the marriage and, mm -hmm. and then it you know it, it, it can't go right so because you know for example you have uh lebron james and uh savannah i love that marriage. you know you know and that, like i said she's so low-key yeah. behind the scenes yeah. and all that other stuff so yeah. um when we know like we on the outside looking on in outside we feel in, yeah. we feel like they won't get a divorce and but right. if that was to happen you see what i'm saying now that's the the, the divide, okay. Right. What what does she get at walking away from that if that was to happen? So within that marriage, the goal was for her was like she said to be a supportive wife and you know a mother to her kids, and that was she, that was her. She knew the role. He knew the role, and, and that and was dope. Out. And that's why I said that's dope. She knew the role, but then you have the those uh certain marriages where the wife is. Want the more attention? Yeah. I think once they start going for attention, and I think that kind of brings friction in the marriage when the wife or the lesser known celebrity in the marriage wants that attention. Like, I look at Oprah and Stedman. They're not married, but we don't hear much from Stedman. He played the backfield. Right. Stealth like pimping. Shout out to Stedman. I see you out there. <laughs> Be real stealth like with the pimping for the last 30 years. Well, you cool. I ain't mad at you. But he doesn't go out to get the attention that Oprah gets. I think right, if he right, got right. that attention, but it will cause friction, whatever situation they got. So I think once both people know their roles, even with D-Wade and, and Gabrielle Union, they both were celebrities in their own right. right. I think they were never trying to outshine one another over another. But I think once that happens, where the dynamics want to shift, like, okay, I want more attention than my husband type thing. Mm -hmm. Or I want the same attention as him, and you're not that, you didn't create it on your own. Right. I think that causes friction within the marriage. Yeah. Will, Jada. Yeah, true. I, it's, just, it's like, that's why... I don't know. Like you said, communication is key, man, because yeah. uh, you got to have that balance, man. But um, ego is big, bro, because like, uh, you know, um, I remember Spence saying like, uh, you know, you, you, when you have your significant other out there mm -hmm. in the public eye, it's just so much, you know, mm -hmm. access that and attention is being brought to them. Right. It can't, you know, so for me. Imagine Coretta out there trying to get the same attention that Martin Luther was getting. And she over there, nah, you cool. You getting too much shine. 
I got to get here. I got to say a speech. I got to get here and let freedom ring to on my end for all my sisters and empower them as well. Just as much. She played her role, but she wasn't trying to outshine Martin. True. Even with, uh, uh, what's her name, Betty? Yeah, Betty Shabazz. Yeah. yeah. You know, she they, they, were, they were key. They played their role. But, but they, that was that old school value, though. Yeah. That was a different time, yeah. too. You know, because mm-hmm. I think, too, back then that um, it's crazy. Like, women didn't have a voice like that back then. So now today it's just like they're more vocal, they're more present, you know, as far as uh being seen and being heard, you know. That's cool. And now they could be seen and heard. What are they saying? Yeah, uh, well, for one, Gabrielle's saying that, you know, <laughs> that 50-50, it, it ain't right. But not, but that's what, you know. Cause, well, if it works for them, it works for them. I yeah. mean, some people, some relationships I've seen 70-30, some I've seen 100% to zero. So, it just know your position and know the Man. dynamics and everybody be up front. Imagine that type of pressure, though. Because I, 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 I don't know, man. Like, my mentality is... To pay for 100% of everything and zero? Yeah, just, you know, I, I get it. You know, everybody got their roles and stuff like that, too, man. But it, it just, I guess it just depends on the person, man. I know my wife, she's, she's the type of person that she's not going to want to just sit down and be taken care of. She want to be actually bringing something to the table. That's just my wife. But look so. at her, look at her pattern of work. She got a work True. history. She works since thirteen, so that's her routine. True. That's, you know. True. So I get that. Because I know what. Uh. Because I know when we talk. Mm-hmm. You know. Because I always tell her like, no, we gotta work. Yeah. <laughs> we gotta work. You know. So the goal is to get you off of uh, you know, job A to get yeah. you to job B, which is job B is what you want to be. Right. You know. So, and that and that's the um that's the hardest part. You know, is uh, being a parent. You know, because uh, you just go through so many things and, and you got to do, you know, it, you got to keep up with grades. Mm-hmm. You know, you got to focus on social media with your kids and bills. And, and it's a bunch of different things that you got to really worry about, you know, as a parent, you know. So that's why the goals be, you know, like on the on the back end, like on the back mm-hmm. burner yeah, uh, for sometimes and stuff like that. So because mm-hmm. she, like I said, she's always present. She's always taking my son to baseball practice, Drea to uh volleyball practice yep. every game she's there you know parent meetings to, i'm at the crib <laughs> no it's different okay, now man because yeah, yeah. I, I had coach football man so i was there man uh four the- years three days four days a week bro like didn't miss a day man so like right now i'm just being a dad man so <laughs> you gotta take it man it comes in waves it comes in season sometimes you just not at the house like that and sometimes you there you know more, more, more than you would be in the past. So I right. get it. So right. I get it. But you there. That's what it really boils down to. Right. You think Martin Luther King was in step shows when he was alpha? Man, that would have been funny, though. <laughs> in those same church shoes he marched in. What a dream. I <laughs> too. Hey, man. MLK was a... Uh, man, um, watching, uh, watching a lot of these... Uh, TV shows, man, they 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 bringing out a lot of information, man, on uh, how they set that man up, bro. Like it was, I believe it. It was a, uh, it, it's crazy, man, because uh, the perception that we had of MLK growing up was like the clean cut. Like, yeah, they trying to taint it, man. They trying to taint it, you know. And and the way I look at it, like people are human, bro. You yeah. know, you know, people are human. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, judges' intentions, not yeah, his actions. You know, but uh. Man, they they set that man up, bro, and, and that's a, and that's how I be feeling. How like the devil be getting you, bro? Like mm-hmm. when you when you when you out and you within your marriage, man, you are gonna have to address some of those demons that you personally have, man. And um, that's why when I talk to my friends about the stuff I've been through, yeah, like, I, man, I'm yeah. very clear about, hey, bro, nah, that that's something that I had to deal with, bro. Yeah, 
Some people ain't got that willpower, man, to just turn down. All WAP ain't good WAP. <laughs> That's what I'm saying, man. Yeah, man. Or as they say, yeah. uh, we got to have a uh, dick discipline, yep. bro. Because uh, I just know that um, when you when you don't have that discipline, you mm-hmm. don't communicate, and you do start going outside of here, talking to yeah. whatever the situation is, you know, mm-hmm. you you going is 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 you doom, you doom. If you can't go back to the crib and just talk to your significant other, how like however difficult the conversation is, be upfront about it. You gotta be upfront. Yeah, be upfront about it, man. You gotta be upfront. Be upfront about it, and don't be doing all the sneak shit, man, because that shit does come out, and when it comes out. It's just nothing but entertainment for everybody else to see. Yeah, yeah. Man, this is just crazy. But the, what, what do you think though? Like that—that's what be getting me with some of my with, with some of the people, man. I'll be just seeing just just. I'm like, damn, y'all don't be y'all don't be thinking before y'all do this. My theory, I think they wasn't getting. I don't know. I think they just ain't reached that point where all right, I'm tired of new vagina. I'm good. Like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I think you max out. I mean, after a while. Man, maybe you chauvinistic SO right right now. Oh man. man. It's all I mean, after a while you get used to it. Like different different ones gonna come through and you get that out your system. But if it's still in your system, why get married? You right. know what I'm saying? And you might have a one off or something like that, but forging whole relationships and you know what I'm saying, multiple relationships and you still got a wife and all that, or you got one off. Like all of that stuff. If you can't have that dick discipline as you said to just be with your wife and only, man, don't even do the marriage thing. Not for real. So I know one of the things too that uh mm-hmm. we were talking about um coming up with topics for today yeah. uh and you were bringing up uh the topic of uh self esteem you know how do you how do you improve your self esteem without looking for validation from others yeah 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 so go ahead and uh and uh, expand on uh expand on that for the people I think a lot of people we do certain things for self esteem reason some people do it for self esteem and they want validation from their peers. So, so that's social media. Social media, it could be the outfit I pick, it could be the house I pick, the car I pick, all of that. We do that for our self-esteem. Mm. And I think when you put your self-esteem based off items that you can see that's tangible items, because I think the internal self-esteem is not as strong as it should be. So you kind of feed into that materialism aspect of life and using that to get that validation from your peers. Yeah. I think that's a flaw that could really be damaging if looked at the wrong way. Yep. And I can also see too, man, uh, I know too at a uh at a certain point within my marriage, uh as far as my self esteem within our marriage, you know, you still we still put the facade on with everybody like everything was cool. Yeah. yeah you yeah. know, because we we wanted still wanted that validation from everybody else that, hey, you know, you know, Greece and Tamara are good, you know, like yep. they they standard, you know, and ain't nothing going on. It was trouble in the water as far as it, it was for me. Right, right. You know, so um I think too, like I said, with self esteem, it's uh, it starts with self, mm-hmm. and um, I, yeah, man, um, and even when y'all was going through it then, and I knew about it, you know, I was the single friend, I was the toxic friend around you, so I was, man, go ahead and do this, and man, forget that, and trying right, to, right, you right, right, steer you towards other things, but that wasn't your goal and your intent. You wasn't moving like that. You was just like, man, I'm cool, man. You right. going through your situation, trying to make it work. So I was the villain in your ear. I was the devil in your ear. Like, right, right. Man, look hey, at man, this. this. Hey, this chick hit me up, man. man <laughs> light skin bad. Come on, she got a friend. <laughs> I mean, but that's yeah. what that's what that's what friends do, though. Yeah, you know, because uh, at that time, man, because uh, everybody got different ways of trying to help their friends. Because you True. know, 
what helps one person might not help the next person because you know because it, it, certain people are like hey man you want to smoke or mm-hmm. you want to drink or you because that's what helps them out you know mm-hmm. so hanging out with a chick and doing it that's what relaxes some people so i was a, i was a heavy believer of hire fire discover rediscover one bitch two bitch old bitch new bitch that was like <laughs> the thing but as you grow it's like you're not building nothing with one person building that family that bond those moments that you create so going by that at the, the end, the back end of that, we never look at that. When you get old and you still got the philosophy, how does that pan out? Right. It don't pan out too well. Nah, man. Nah, because because throughout that time, too, do you think that you were trying to do that, uh, messing with chick to chick, one chick, two chick, three chick, four chick? I was playing get Self, back. Self-esteem, self-esteem get back. Validation. Yeah. Back all then, that. didn't want me. Now, I was on all that all stuff. That. Well, I was going through it. But after a while, that got boring. Like, all right, I'm over it now. I didn't kind of accomplish all I wanted to do. So then it was like, all right, I reached a point, like maybe like when my mom, and actually I could talk about that. My mom was, my mom died single. I feel like that. My mom okay. died single, wasn't in no marriage relationship. So all that burden was on me. So it was like, you trying to make me be the son husband of this. So, oh, 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 I didn't want this. I'm, I'm cool. I'm chilling. So I right. felt like she was trying to, I, I felt like I was her retirement plan. And that's why I'm strong on like, man, don't be your kid's retirement plan because they got to live their life and make their own mistakes and live their life. So a lot of people I see, Man, you know, they grooming the kids, so don't be in their kids' life. Then they come back, and then their kids be their retirement plan because they didn't map out what they wanted to do because they wanted to live the hot boy summer or the hot girl summer. And right, they right, right. YOLO it out, but you didn't think about when you be a senior citizen, you can't YOLO no more. Right. And starting over from scratch in your later ages, that's a hell of a fight right there. Yeah, right. No, yeah, yeah. A lot of people don't have that ability to bounce back and, and start over and build back up, especially later in the ages because you like you got more years behind you than in front of you. Yeah. I think right now, too, that's hitting me and uh, my wife in our face right now with Malaysia being a, a senior, you know, mm-hmm. and uh, about to be a senior in high school. We just like, you just, your your life is so used to one thing for so long. Mm-hmm. So now it's about to be disruptive, you yeah. know, because she's, she'll graduate. The dynamics. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And she go away to college. And then you, now you have a, for, for, for me, it's a new worry now because you're in a whole different state or. What state? Uh, she's thinking about Texas or Georgia, one of those two. Uh, so HBCU, either way it go. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, because that was my thing when I went to college. Uh, UNR, man, shout out to the Wolfpack, man. Uh, Nevada, Reno, you know. <laughs> All right. You know, um, you know, but when uh, you know, when I went to uh college up there, it was a different experience for me, man. Mm-hmm. So as a as a father, I try to take all my experiences, just as a man too. Uh, yeah. it wasn't they wasn't they didn't care. Right. They didn't care about me. And like I went to my, my counselor class, uh my well, I went to go talk to my counselor freshman year, walked in there, seen a kid walk out, I walk in there, kid walked out, happy, jubilant, mm-hmm. that they got their stuff, they playing together. Mm-hmm. I go in there, this is three months. I had set an appointment, come in there to try to see, you know, about your major. You gotta yeah. see what class you gotta take. Uh-huh. Pick the teachers, all that other stuff. I went in there, my counselor wasn't even ready, bro. Like Speaking of which, since me and you went to the same high school. How was your high school counselor? But they didn't give a fuck about you neither. Um, nah, bro. And you was valedictorian. You was a smart yeah, yeah. I was up there yeah, high yeah. honors and stuff. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Miles is very active at the school. But uh, senior year though, uh, up my senior year, my um, my my uh, counselor senior year, mm-hmm. um, he was uh very hands on, making sure that the light skinned man with the glasses. Yeah, I can't think of his name. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But he was very hands on, yeah. making sure um him and it was another black lady in the office. They were making sure that all of us that 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 were not Miss Winfrey. I, I, it might have been. She was so fine. That was she was assistant. Principal. No, she might have been assistant principal though. She was so fine. But Boy, yeah, but she but uh, but you gotta think about it, man. How often did 
we go to the library to see the counselors. That's where the office was at. See, a lot of people didn't even. So that is true. You know, I I, I was in the uh, library a lot as mm-hmm. a as an aide. You know, um, so I would go in there and pop in, but then they they took a natural interest into me because I'm a young black male yeah. at Western who had grades and right. potential. So they said, hey, you can get up out of here. And then, like I said, so they were trying to push me HBCU. I was like, nah, I want to stay this way because right. of, of hoop. Right. But, um, yeah, man, I, I told her, like, go somewhere where I feel like they care about your growth as a person. Yeah. Because uh, you and our man, they they was just a check for them. Even when I was starting, like, when I my freshman year was, like, crazy. I was up there about to flunk out of school because of Halo, bro. <laughs> I'm playing Halo online. That was that was my introduction to, like, the Ethernet, bro. Because yeah. you remember we had, like, yeah, yeah. PlayStation there, 2. Yeah, and, like, yeah, yeah. And you get up there, you got the Ethernet, bro. Yeah, it's NBA like, Live got oh, me too online. Bro, I, I almost failed out. <laughs> so a lot of these discipline things that I, that I went through as a person growing uh-huh. up, bro, like, I got to pass it on to my kids. So, yeah, so that dynamic about to be shook up at the crib, man. And um, Don't get caught in student loan trial. No, no, no. College debt track, boy, that's a hustle. And that's another thing, too. Yeah. So the plan is, like we're saying, plans outside of here, mm-hmm. um, is to educate her mm-hmm. on real estate. So that way, while she's in school, you know, just build up the system to where at least I can pass off one or two clients to her. You right. know, that way she can still have some money coming in, get the commission, do the stuff that you got to do, you know. But uh, that's why we also picked uh, HBCUs, and then that's why I wrote down the money, start to see, because mm-hmm. it's cheaper than a lot of people think, bro, because a lot of them other ones, like, they're, they're very expensive, but, yeah. you know, seventeen twenty thousand 20000 a year, bro, like, you be, right. we waste money on, on a lot of stuff. Bullshit, <laughs> Room full of shoes I really don't need. Yeah, for yeah. real. So, yeah, but that, yeah, that, uh, but, you know, I listen, that, I listen to a lot of boys walking, and uh, he talks about, look at all the universities. They went up on their tuition, and the kids are graduating in debt, so they get the income rate goes shot. He said, but look at those colleges. They're normally in areas where there's ghettos around them. The colleges have made enough money off tuition. They didn't bought those little areas up, those little ghettos around the neighborhoods mm-hmm. of that college. They didn't bought them and built them up. So they're really ex- extorting all the money out of the black kids that's going to those universities, buying those properties around the universities and building them up, and then the kids yeah. graduate in debt. Now nah, for real, and then what what they also doing yeah. is the university buying all those houses around the yep. uh, around the uh, around that area too. Yep, USC, UNLV, other yeah, UNR university. did the same thing because yep. then they they'll buy like small apartment complexes mm-hmm. and then just you know add it to the, their portfolio of uh mm-hmm. of assets they have to run out to students because you have uh you know Nye Hall, all these other different you know yep. places where you stay, but then then they'll just say okay. First year you gotta stay here. Second year you can stay off campus. Uh-huh. But then if you want to stay here, they'll give you that reduced rate, reduced yep. rent to get you in and stuff. But it's a hustle, bro. It is. Like it's a hustle. Like even with uh, with your wife, that's why I was like, you know, when we talk about this seeing like the plan, bro, because mm-hmm. we can't keep doing the same thing, you know, repeatedly. Can't. And then you got to think about, like you said, twenty years from now. That's why, you know, find. I, I feel like finances is a big, big part of a marriage, bro, because it it, it, it's like. I think I think a lot of uh, arguments, a lot of things happen because of finances. It's the number one cause of divorce behind infidelity. They say finances is one, infidelity is like two. Right, so but then like so, I can see, I can see. So with the infidelity, I remember uh, Spence was saying something about uh, about the weight. You said you was on. Uh, you think that? Do you think that'll be it too? How do we deal with our partners changing the body types during the duration of our marriage? So, for me, and, mm-hmm. and, and I'm saying this for me, okay. when, I, when, I, 
when I had gained all that weight, right? You know, you was, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> big okay. grease, yeah, big grease. Big, yeah, I was grease. big grease. I was big right. grease. You know, big Crisco. Grease. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Crisco. <laughs> no bacon, you know, no bacon. So uh but yeah, but um we was going through your weight gain moment. I didn't um you know, and it was just crazy. Like I it was just I didn't feel like I had got the same attention from my wife as far as just affection and all these other things you're just mm -hmm. not knowing you know like it wasn't even it wasn't even that it wasn't, it wasn't like i was showing her the love to get the love back gotcha. you know because i i didn't love myself because i when i looked in the mirror you know i, yeah. I didn't love myself like that so yeah yeah my mm -hmm. self-esteem so i wasn't you know like you said dressing doing different things yeah. like that and i'm just going through the motions and mm -hmm. stuff so uh and she she seemed like she you know if she was supportive of you know, now that I, you know, looking back, you know, she, the love didn't change. It was just how I viewed myself with, mm -hmm. uh, within that. So, uh, with Tamara though, it's been, it's been, um, it's been crazy, man. Cause you know, the, they have kids, mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, we they don't go back. through that. Yeah. They, yeah. It's harder for them to bounce back, you mm -hmm. know? So, uh, I don't know, man. Um, I know it is difficult for, it's more difficult for them. Cause it is like, it's harder for them to do what we do as far as, you know, just talking to her as far as just how her body performs, as far as just, just reacting to workouts and, you know, it's yeah. just building the energy and stuff like that. So it's been tough though. Cause I mean, like we say this a lot. I feel mm -hmm. like women, they, they are more, you know, physical, you know, as far as how they look, they care more about, you looks know, first. it looks first, you mm -hmm. know, we, we just like, whatever, bro, yeah. you know, I am what I am, but mm -hmm. They are, I think that women are more, as you say, they need that validation right. from other people, you know, or I, I don't know, just, just how it, you know, women don't kill me, I, but that's just how it feels. I that they need validation from other women first before they get validation from men. Right. And I'll die on the hill with that and whatever comment come after me saying that, so be it. But mm. when they get their lashes done and get their hair done and all that, much as men be like, we like natural hairs and wear more natural things, they're still going to do it anyway. Imagine us just walking out the house getting a sock and stuffing our pants with it. We just <laughs> stuffing our pants with it. So that's how we look at it when like women wear like different patterns and stuff and they bras and waist shapers. And they look at us like a goofy. Like, why you got a sock in your damn pants? So I kind of look at that with like the waist shapers and all of the other things. And much as we tell them like you don't need that, they still do it anyway. So they're not even listening to us. So they do yeah. that, I think, with the competition between other women. I can see that. I, I don't agree with that though. People. Right, right, right. I, 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 like I said, I down that hill. I down that hill with that. I take that. That's so. Our household, our household is is different because I've always I've always been six foot four, one sixty forever. Now I'm six four, one eighty five, and my wife been kind of shorter, but she's heavier than me. But lately, she's been losing weight. Like she didn't slim down. Like we like two pounds apart from each other now, mm. and she's going on the decline. She just changed her eating habits, worked out a little bit more. So she's more of a, I'm doing things like I never realized I was doing. Like she just laying in the bed and crossed her legs. She stopped and tapped. She's like, I never did this six months ago. Just crossed my legs laying in the bed for no reason. Right. She's like, I find myself doing that. Like a lot of her clothes now are too big. Uh. So they drunk, they droopy off of her now. So she's like, I need to shop, but I don't know what to get. I'm like, man, you better rock out, take advantage of it. She's like, and the people just noticing it and. She was like, you know, I don't know. I just, I just feel different because I'm losing weight, but I don't know how to handle this. Like, I guess it's a good thing, but I'm just so used to not being this size. So she's right, going right. through like a transformation now internally on like how does she handle the weight loss? 
Yeah. I mean, that's cool how you supporting it too, man. Yeah. Um. So what if what if she wants to do? She said she, she don't want to lose no more weight. She said so she no, this, 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 let, let me ask you this. So say she wants to, she loses the weight, mm-hmm. and she she's she's feeling herself. So just yeah. say sis starts to dress different. Yeah. You know, a little bit more revealing. Yeah. Say she wants to do a photo shoot. You know. Or, or or whatever a seductive photo shoot because she's you know she's feeling good about how she looks. What do you do? I would encourage her to do it because I know internally the confidence level that me and her have, and especially her that she have and I have in her. That wouldn't bother me, and if that would make her feel good, I think her receiving the attention. I don't think that would get to her head and make her go another way. But I'm confident in who she is as a woman and how she was raised, and mm-hmm. just she's older, so. You know, I think that attention that she probably would get if she did a photo shoot like that, it wouldn't phase her. I don't right. think it'll shake our core. I think our foundation is solid. Right, right, right. Mm-hmm. So yeah, because that, that, that I thought about it. I kind of yeah, because like, yeah, yeah, my wife she had uh for when she uh, a couple years ago, but I did the, I did the photos for her and stuff. Nah, look at you. <laughs> no, nah, it was yeah, just yeah. It, you know it was just one of those type of things. We had actually looked at a couple uh like you know uh for like female photographers that she had knew that was friends of her to do it, but yeah. You know, CEO Jack of all trades, you know, yeah. do everything. So, right. but um, yeah, and, and um, she did one with the birthday cake. You know, that's what they're doing now with the birthday cake. Have some provocative, sexy. Oh shit. yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it wasn't that. It was her birthday. It was her birthday photo shoot. Gotcha. It was like two years ago. Talk but uh, yeah, it was just more or less just uh, she was doing the same thing. She mm-hmm. had worked out, got herself right, and you're like, mm-hmm. for me, it was. You know, I, I'm happy. You yeah. know, I, I was happy for her just to be able to be a part of it to support her yeah. throughout the whole thing. I don't think, like I said, it wasn't for attention. I think it was more for also for my wife's self confidence in herself. Yep. To, to to say, hey, I did it. I can continue to do it. Mm-hmm. You know, this is this is what I look like because I know a lot of times, you know, uh, you know, that validation that you look for, people can also shame you. Yep. You know, and, about and, the cheers, and, die by the booze. <laughs> Man, and um, yep. so I think that uh, you gotta have some thick skin with that too, cause I know with that validation, man, putting a lot of stuff up, man, and um, it's it's tough, man, it's tough. Yeah, that's, that's why I was media. asking you that too, yeah. because uh, with uh, her losing weight, cause you know, I don't know, we've seen situations where women lost weight and they feel like yeah. they was feeling themselves, yeah, like, <laughs> and boom. then they boom, they, I'm they, gone, they gone, <laughs> the whole whole situation, yeah. man, now, now switched up, you know, and yeah. we. And we seen it. We got friends, you know, yeah. like we have we yeah. we have some friends they went through, you know, went through this. So mm-hmm. we just, you know, and we just speaking on Yeah. What general. we thought we seen, you right. know, because we was like, well, it wasn't like that before. You know, but mm-hmm. everything happens for the Glow a up is real, man. It's 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 a it's a glow up. Even when we started dating, it was a glow up on, on one of one of our ends, either mine or hers, and how we acted and handling it, we just stayed solid with each other. So it's kinda like that foundation is strong and it's built there. I mean, you build your house on the foundation. As you build up, you build up. So if the foundation solid, when it crumbles down, that foundation is still there. Right, and right. And you rebuild back up off of that. Because if the foundation ain't solid and you keep trying to build, when the tornado comes, that shit coming down. Foundation right. too. Yeah. Because that, that's what, like I said, mm-hmm. man, like, and then for, and and I can only speak on my testimony, like I said, when yeah. I was at 223, and like I said, it wasn't that my wife wasn't, complimenting me at the house and stuff like that. It mm-hmm. was more or less to where uh it was more or less like just needing to get some validation. 
from somewhere, somewhere. from somewhere, because I couldn't validate myself. Was this during the time y'all was on the break? Nah, this is a marriage. Okay, okay yeah, because you know, like I said, yeah. this because this is when the marriage, like for me, this is when marriage was. It was all about the kids. It was all about the kids. Every conversation me and, me and my wife had was about the kids, school, practice, this, that. It wasn't like we it's had. like majority of her attention went to the kids. Exactly. Except, except, except for, for me. Gotcha. Yeah, you know, I go get a haircut. It wasn't mm. none of those, you know, ain't baby, you know, like none mm. of that stuff. You know, it was mm. just. My kids come first. Yeah, you know. Mm-hmm. Because it, it and it got that way to the at the house with with her when she would come in from in her hair done I wouldn't be complimenting like oh, okay I like your hair and stuff like that but you know it, it just it just it had hit that because it, it just hit a space where we got so just I guess comfortable yeah. yeah just comfortable mm-hmm. and being around each other I know you I know you're beautiful I yeah. ain't got to tell you every day because yeah. yeah, now it's redundant because when I do tell you yeah you know it it should mean something but. Nah, man, I I gotta tell my wife every day. I don't need I don't need nobody. We all need <laughs> we need positive affirmations, man. We all need it, man. Every day, yup, positive affirmations you go need. a long way. Cat popping up at your at your wife's job. What's up, beautiful? Can't get, get my nails I done. Wish. <laughs> I wish. I wish. Oh, boy. <laughs> but nah, she know how to play it off or whatever, and she be joking with you. Mm-hmm. Little girlfriends or whatever, oh, and like your little pics. I don't like that shit. That's <laughs> just a like. Like, really, you finna fight over a heart? Like, and social media does that, though, bro. It does. Like I said, I know me and my wife. We um, it's like that validation, bro. Like I, I sometimes, like we uh, this is in the past. Like it just felt like there was some sense of validation needed. Like when. Mm-hmm. They put up certain things. Like, why do mm-hmm. you put that up? Like, what's the point? Right. Everybody want attention. That's yeah, the Yeah, like, what's the point? Mm-hmm. But um, and I see it a lot now, man. Um, but when it's done out of desperation and you know they doing it out of desperation, oh, yeah. my gosh, that shit is sickening. So it what, is so, sickening. So what do you think is a health, uh, like a healthy dose of uh, social media within, a, uh, within, a, um, within, like, a relationship? Like, how much do you think they should post? Like, what do you think, like, you know, as far as, like, the, like how do you think they should handle it? Cause I just from your perspective, how how do you and your uh, wife handle y'all social media? My wife stay on Instagram. Every time I'm watching something, she's surfing, surfing, surfing. So I know. I think. Does it bother you? No, not really. No, it's the, it's the phone. I control the phone. I'll be damn with someone with a power button control my life. I go for phone, TV, PlayStation, whatever. If I got a power going on and it's controlling my life, then I'm in a bad spot in my own life. Okay. I know how to function without nothing with electricity. But I think a healthy number. Healthy amount of time on social media is probably look at the weekly updates on the iPhone that give us on Sundays. You spent this much amount of time; it's up thirty-seven percent, or it's right. down twenty percent. If we go up to like eighty percent and it's still up at that high amount, and you four hours a day on your phone, that's a lot. That's mm-hmm. a lot, bro. Because yeah. I mean, I only got two fifteen-minute lunch breaks. <laughs> I mean, two minute breaks, thirty-minute lunch. That's an hour, maybe ten minutes. If when I wake up, ten minutes before I go to bed. Like when it start creeping up them numbers, and I don't see no declines over a few weeks, and all right, I need to cut back. Okay. And even with myself, I, I realize some moments I'll be posting everything, every little thing that don't matter. I'm trying to clean out all my old pictures now. I think I got too much stuff posted on my Instagram. That's just unnecessary memes and shit. Right, right. Just minimizing it because at the, when I'm dead and gone, and all of this life of my Instagram, I don't need y'all looking at just a bunch of memes. <laughs> right. For real. Uh, keep my shit just me. We look at you know deceased celebrities' Instagrams now. We got those memories of them. And our Instagram really is is a photo book to take digitally while you're here. Because once we gone, 
sometimes that's all people gonna have for you that don't know you if you're on that level where you're not your friends and family but the people that know you from a distance they're gonna go through and look at your old social media stuff right right that's it that's true and i think um i'm i'm the same with you i try to uh try to gauge it don't let it yeah take I, I for me yeah. i try to i try to I, i'm not on social media as often because now i'm more trying to be more disciplined as far as just the day-to-day with my business stuff you yeah, know yeah. because i know i got certain results with just a certain effort not yeah. being really disciplined and, and focused but um as far as she she had went we had a problem at first uh you know, um, I can see that because, like you said, y'all was together before social media. Before social media, it's like this so, new drug that everybody running to, was it? And you start getting, you go down a wormhole, and next thing you know, you spent two hours on your phone looking at a whole bunch of bullshit. And because, because what I had figured out too it was uh, what what it was, it was it had her attention. You yeah. know, and that that was what that was my mm-hmm. thing. That that was kind of the thing that 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 had me like pissed off. It wasn't no more spending. You know, time about you know Andre and yeah. talking on the phone and doing this that, and the third, and yep. now she's like she's in her own world, and it was kind of hard to adjust and and, and accept mm. that that you know that adjust. something else outside of you can get their attention like that. But mm-hmm. then you know, like you said, it's just you know insecurities. You know, a lot, and, and, and it goes too, to yeah. and it goes to watching a lot, of, and, and it goes to music, music that we listen Same to. Attention span sucks. Man. Yeah, yeah, but it's also what we're influenced by too. That's so true. you watch a lot of movies. Mm-hmm. A lot of these movies are dealing with infidelities, mm-hmm. like women cheating, men cheating, mm-hmm. this going on, that going on. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, I know TV shows promote you know a lot of these different things. So you never know what a person is on. And for us, we've been together so long, so it just it's, mm-hmm. it's a lot of things that you don't. You know, we haven't had a chance to even experience yeah. like that you have saying because mm-hmm. we've been together so the talks in these different things so that's why we have certain experiences and we're still here together because it's like oh no we're supposed to be together because mm-hmm. we try to do right <laughs> x y and z and we still here together so uh yeah but that social media man it 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 tugged at me uh for a while because i just didn't understand like the dynamics yeah of the it. dynamics the of it like because they're yeah. like why you want it so much like what are you doing it's just like the internet full of lies man a lot of this shit is cap lies exaggerations it's just so it's dream selling man the next two generations <clears throat> it's gonna be real interesting to see how they function and pan out yeah because i think they're seeing a lot of things on social media i think it's embellishing the truth and some of it is just flat out lies and i think that's that's how life's supposed to be and i think it's gonna do something to their mental it's gonna do something to their confidence yeah, I need to be here at this age, and I'm not here. How am I gonna handle that? Or I need to have this many followers. Or I don't have this many likes. What's wrong? I think it's gonna fuck with their ego. Man, that's what got us too, though. Think about it. Yeah, when we was growing up because yeah. we it was a certain status that we yeah. were living by. That's why I was saying um, a lot of times I had to learn how to shake a lot of the worldly uh, validation. Yeah. yeah, the, the mm-hmm. worldly validation that you that we seem to, to chase when we were growing up. Because in our twenties, in our twenties, we it, it was to be a player. To, to try shit. to to try to experience, like you said, the mm-hmm. new the new vagina all the time, mm-hmm. and, and to see that and do those things. But then, like you said, after a while, you start to understand that that's not what it you know it's life no, is it, it's no about. Because it's like you know, and then to be honest with you, it's a lot of it's a lot of uh, trauma and uh, just you know just toxic stuff that happens you know growing up like that, bro. Because you think about all the stuff that you did growing. Yeah, man, I was trying to aspire to be in the porn. <laughs> I was be in the porno wearing monkey masks. What, what, what was it? Uh, it was honeys with bunches of yeah. nose. <laughs> I 
Shout out to Bunches, man. I got Bunches, Shout man. Shout out to Bunches, man. But yeah, it took years for me to learn. I had to reach a point where I had to stop being S.O. and start being Sean. And I was with S.O. so long, I didn't know how to be Sean. And yeah. I just had to really like shake the difference. Yeah. So that's what kind of, all right, man, I kind of grow up from a lot of those things. And sometimes what, what, I work, what, what pushed you? What was that, what was that moment? Life. Uh, my mom, was the, what was the moment? That moment, my mom died. So that was the moment that, that you was had the to... moment. Like I, I looked at everything as a whole. Like, all right, man, I didn't like how she died. I didn't like her living under my roof her last year living. I don't. I don't need to be like that. It's all on me. Everything relies on me. A lot of the silly shit that I was doing, I can't do it no more because you grow out of that, and you don't want to be the old nigga in the club. Nobody right, right, wants right. to be the old nigga in the club hitting on the young chick. That shit looks lame. Right. Right. So right. it's kind of like how you move forward. Your next. 30 to 40 years, how do you want it pan out? How do you want that stability? I ain't got no parents' house I can go to. Shit, man, it's going to work out for me. If it don't work out for me, it don't work out for me. I'm on these streets. Right. So it's like, what do I need to do and what do I need to build? And I had to come to a self-realization within myself. Why am I going through all these chicks? Why am I messing with all these chicks? If right. she, if I don't have potential in dating her or being with her, I don't even need to waste my time dealing with her on that aspect. Okay. And I just was just doing the patterns of life and regrouping everything and Toy came around and we just started conversing and talking and then she seen two chicks, two of my exes was going at it on social media, tough and gave me an inbox like, you know, you, your booze, you need to get them in line, you need some new booze. Mm. So I ain't think about it because our age gap was different and I was like, man, why don't you be my new boo type thing? And she was like, hmm, and then it just built off of that. So we, this the real story. This the this the I ain't never heard this before. You ain't never heard that. Nah. I told you that, didn't I? Nah, you I told tell you who me. the two chicks was off the air. Nah, you told me you didn't tell me that it, this was the first time. You just always told me that y'all reconnected after moms, yeah. you know, had passed. But I didn't even. It makes sense though too because before then, I remember S O. Yeah, like, I, remember, I, remember, I was SO that asshole, cussing everybody out, and fuck you, bitch, all this shit. And yeah, he was, wild, he, was, he was a wild man, boy. Man, trying to do five, <laughs> five and five, and me and the homie streets trying to do first one to five win. I had five, and I was at four in like day four. He was like, I need to slow down, but we catch some we can't get rid of, nigga, like kids, nigga. <laughs> nah, that's for real. I remember, we real talk, yeah. I remember, I remember that, and I remember, um, and I ain't tell a lot of y'all that, but it's just my whole behavior shifted, like, quietly. I didn't have to make no announcement, none of that. Like I just slowly but surely just start. And yeah, then see I was the validation from yeah. us. Yeah, it was just we and we already mm -hmm. and, and that was it. And it was funny too. I was just talking to uh, you know, talking to you know our brothers and stuff. And I was like, yeah, SO say he's a different way on Twitter. This place I was like, man, I just gotta be, I gotta you be know, Andre. Yeah, I just gotta be Greece. You know, we have a family on Twitter. I got family, but old you know, church members, and all that. I don't, hey, they, I don't they, cuss they, as much on they, Twitter they on know, Facebook. They know who you is. Yeah. Man. And they know that they know Twitter, that I'm Perk Nowinski. <laughs> I seen that. <laughs> Perk Nowinski. I seen out here. that. I seen that. Yeah. But yeah, that's good though, man. Because uh, as men, I think we all have certain things that we go through, and we grow through. And then, like you said, we gotta go back on those past experiences to uh, to say, hey, man, I gotta grow up. Speaking of going back in the past, and we was talking about movies. I watched Boys in the Hood last night again for the seven thousand time. How come we never gave Angela Bassett flack for being a deadbeat mom? She just dropped Trey off to Furious and just left out of his life and left Furious to raise his son by herself. And then she yeah. wanted to come back and get all the credit, but we never shamed the mom for dropping the being a dropping her son off to him and he could be a single father. Or we could applaud her for dropping her son off to be with the father, you know, because a lot of you know sometimes women out of spite will keep a child away from the father. You she know, dropped because, her son off in the hood so she can go excel in her career. 
And then when he got grown, about to go to college, she wanted to raise him Pop and take him up. back. Nah. And ever since then, niggas been flocking to Atlanta. <laughs> <laughs> That's uh, you thinking of uh, Menace of Society, bro? Boys in the Hood was first. Yeah, but yeah, Menace I, I said Menace, and I saw. I was like, oh, it was Boys in the Hood. Yeah, niggas were trying to flock to Atlanta for a better life. Yeah, no, nah, it, it, it's like you said. It just goes on to see, like, uh, it's, it's just your perspective on it, you mm -hmm. know. So. I don't know, man. That, that that's something that we got to talk about, man. Maybe on the next show, man. To be like, continued. To be continued. To be continued. Prove my theory wrong. Because <laughs> right, I've never seen that though. I because when you say it like that, she did drop him she off. She just and dip. dropped him off and dipped. Like what was wanted it? to be a lawyer or career, whatever her career was, and then she she come back when he all grown about to leave, and she was like, hold on, hold on, no, 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 this is my son. You dropped this nigga off in the hood. He about to get put on the set and everything. <laughs> Always got killed. Yeah, that is true. That's some cold shit. That is true. But yeah, man. So hey, we like to thank everybody for tuning in today, man. Shout out to our boy to uh Spence, man. Yeah, yes, sir. Family emergency, man. We praying yeah. for y'all. Uh SO man, another one, man, in a can. How you feeling? Sure, man. I feel good, man. Where can they find you at Grease? Hey, call Grease, real estate guru out here in Vegas, man. You can find me on I am S to the O on Instagram and Twitter. And we out. Peace. Hey, husband club. <laughs>